episode 480. Thank you all for listening to episode 479, Rogers and the Jets. I am Gray, here with two different co-hosts, friends of mine, of course, because no bear, no parrot, no Cody, no dub. So I had to bring two other guys, B and Shiv. Shiv, people will remember from, uh, what, last week, two weeks ago, two whenever weeks you guys ago. got whenever you guys got beat by uh, me and the parrot, which is an awesome game of password that game was fucking rigged hey these guys are getting stopped let's triple the points dude we we didn't have to triple the points we fucking destroyed you in round three every time shiv gets on one of those games and he loses there's a big fucking ordeal for why he lost it was the best like like uh so bear and i won one and two and we were at a disadvantage though because we don't know how parrot's brain works (laughs) Which, here, for example, we got to give him the example. We got to give him the example. How do magnets work? You know? Yeah. yeah. So Bear has to go, and he, and I'll give you the password at the end. So Bear, what did Bear say? He said, show. And I'm like, all right. So Shift throws out something random. And then Parrot says, large. And I'm like, theater? You know, I have no fucking clue. And then come back to Bear. Bear says Superman. So it goes back to Shiv. He says Krypton. And I turn around. I'm like, got it before he Parrot could even say another thing. And I was like, Smallville. I knew what Parrot was trying to do. He said large so that I would say think small. Yeah. But Superman got it to me. And then when Shiv said Krypton, that helped. What was the first one? Show. Oh, TV show. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. I just remember playing uh, movie trivia. And stomping you guys and having a having it be a thing. That was is that the one I hosted? Yes, that was amazing. It was that sports was, movie or sports movie trivia, whatever it was. It was it was absolutely amazing. I don't lose often, but when I no. do, I debate it. No, yeah. you don't. You he don't. Did, oh, I mean, it was triple points. Jesus. Like we got the last six in a row. Like you yeah. guys didn't have a chance. That's funny. Yeah, there was one where Bear, or I'm sorry, uh, Parrot would say like one word, and Gary knew it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, I, brain works. here, let, let's see how your mind works. B, I'll give you one of the one of the clues I did, and I want to see okay. what you what you would think the password is. No, is there a, is there a theme to this password? Was, it, was no, it he didn't tell us? No, it was oh, just okay. random. Okay. So he wouldn't give us a category or anything. It's just he'd give us the password, and we're like, all right, so. Okay. I say this to Parrot, and he gets it right off the get. Playboy. Oh, there's so many things I would say. Um, bunnies. Yep, bunny. That's okay. I had to play. I had to play to my parrot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mind always goes that way, and so they're like, "You could have said Easter." I'm like, "He would have said eggs or basket or." There's know. no way I would have said bunny if you would have said Easter. But when I said Playboy, if Parrot didn't get it, Shiv would have said Easter and Bear would have got that. Yeah. I was originally going to go with Hefner, but I don't that's know. That's what that's what well, Parrot says. Because we had a whole debacle earlier in the game where every everything was or there was one one that was two words. And then Jeremy said, hey, everything beyond this, the password's one word. Mm. So Jake says, oh, I was going to say Hugh Hefner. Then I realized it's two words. But later in the game. Like it was just perfect. The one that like I thought was for sure gonna go to parrot. And I'm just like, all right, wrestler. And he's uh 
Uh, oh, it's the only one he knows. Right. So he goes, uh, well, it can't be the obvious. Um, oh, Jesus. John Cena. And I'm like, that's two fucking words. <laughs> John Cena. And and then, of course, it's Hornswoggle. And he's like, I'm so mad right now. I'm so mad. I can just picture that. Yeah. But he, you know what? He, he redeemed himself at the end there. We got him at the end. The last one was what? Shiv Origami? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we Jesus. got you on that. Yeah. It was because uh, first, I can't remember what, like, I think we went first. And he said, think paper. Yeah. And then I think Bear said art. And then it came, you know, and I, by that point, I, I pretty much had an idea. And um, and then I think Parrot said, what did he say? Japanese or folding. He said folding. Yeah. If you yeah. would have said paper first, I probably would have gone with cranes. Yeah. He said paper. And I, I can't remember what I said off of paper. Absolutely. I think That's mache tough. or something. Yeah, That's it was super tough to do on the first one. It was fun though. We had a we had a good time with it. And um Bear had a good one when there was a category he had to guess. He's like, All right, milk and crime. He's like, Shiv, if I get this wrong, I'm sorry, but I think it's a clockwork orange. That's what we were trying to get to. And he did it off milk yeah, and that's crime. Good. That's real good. We're like, okay then. He's like, it what works. other movies have milk and crime? I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. A <laughs> bad Santa, you yeah, know, it could be any of those. Yeah. But uh, before we get started and why we have you guys here, so I, I thought of a concept of what we could discuss, and it was I was sit- sitting there reading and thinking about villains in movies and who the actual villains, or it could be a person, could be a thing of movies or shows. So we're going to talk about that today, like the perception is, or the thought is, this is the actual villain and who you think the villain is, but is who we might think it is. I would say the I would say the uh, the most famous one recently is the Daniel LaRusso is the bad guy in Karate Kid. Yeah, I can oh, yeah. see that. That's what yeah. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of memes about that. But it's true. I mean, he moves to a new town. He steals the he steals Johnny's girlfriend. Yep. Um, he I don't. There's like a whole series. I've seen like a couple of different arguments for it, but it's well, how, I agree with it. Well, how fair is it that Johnny has has practiced and trained like for years, and he won the tournament the year before, and right. Daniel Larusso comes out, learns karate in I don't know six weeks, yeah. five minutes, <laughs> beats his ass. Yeah, I don't know. It's that, it's that Miyagi doll. It is. Know. So no, I've, I've I've seen that one recently. I think that uh, I think it was an illegal kick to the face. Everybody knew it. Yep. And I, yeah, I think he that won that's off kind of, of an illegal move. Yeah. And they, they bring that up in Cobra Kai too. He's like, it yeah. was an illegal kick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but now they're buddy buddy, and and uh, it is what it is at this point. They, but they still have their rivalry. So it's legitimately, one of the first things the official says is no kicks to the face. <laughs> yeah. He lets kick everybody knows. And no, it doesn't. Uh, doesn't uh, Johnny or one of the guy Cobra Kai punch him in the face and they're like, no point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Kick to the yeah. face. That's yeah. okay. The most rigged shit ever. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wanted that kid to win. Yeah. It was rigged. And um, before we go into more, I got to thank some people real quick. So thanks to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Our Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com or call Brandon. 
and mention over the line podcast and he will hook you up with a deal thanks to crandall's quality landscaping shiv i might need you for this one or b whoever comes out with it first crandall's quality landscaping give sean a call 419-704-5471 serves the toledo and surrounding areas and not johannesburg i like it johannesburg he probably would not and remind me after we go off the air i gotta mention something about that so just remind me as we go off the air um, i saw him i saw him at the he said that near my house yeah he did say that he told me he saw you and he, he saw you somewhere else too he's like i run into shiv i feel like all the time I'm like shiv runs into everybody i know but i never see them ever. i run into him i run into him at work occasionally really yeah that's interesting. Oh, I know why. I know why you do. Because he, he, yeah. he, he's in a group and and uh, does that once a month. I know why. Um, but thank you, Sean. Thank you to Sparty Steve, as always, the, the biggest supporter of our show financially. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Go to amazon.com. Get Connell's book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. If you're looking for that lady or that guy in your life, get in touch with Connell. Mention Overline Podcast. He's going to give you a free consultation. Pick up the book. Very highly rated. We gave a book. Uh, we gave several books away to some people at, I think it was episode 300, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was 300. I forget. Is the book like age appropriate for like 20s to 50s? Or is yeah. it like it's only going to matter for if you're like, you know, in your late 20s? I think it's geared towards that, okay. like 20s, 30s, and uh, but really anybody could pick it up. But you know, he's a young guy. He's dated several people over time and found his right person, and nice. he's just there to help you out. He's like a, he's a real life hitch. Very cool. I uh, I gave a copy that I won to my son, and I don't know that he's read it or not, but he, he absolutely did. He's he's tied down because of that book. No, he they broke up. He he's doing okay though. Oh. Well, see the book. He bounces you know, back quick. <laughs> he's got it all. He's got you go over there, and he's got it like all highlighted and shit. There's tabs everywhere. He yeah. Knows, yeah. He's, he's I'll been tell you what, every time he introduces a new girl to us, um, e- even if we like her, we know not to get attached. I mean, he's twenty. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Right. Got to be real here. Looking like five years. Yeah. 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 That's about the time. That's what I told my my kid too. I was like, uh, I'm not worried about you and and who you because he's always asked me. That. They're going to get married someday. I'm like, I'll worry about that in like 20 years. Not worried right now. So, no. yeah, not I, an I'll issue. I'll tell you me. what you will do. You will not be living with me in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, no, he better not. His brother probably will be, but he won't, you yeah. know, since he's got yeah. that 10-year gap. Yeah. But all good. So that first one that B mentioned, that's a good one, Daniel LaRusso. Um one that came to mind why I gave you guys the examples. I always look back and it always comes up the wizard of Oz. And we know the wicked witch of the West is the the villain on screen. But when you really think about it and look at it, it's gotta be Glenda, the good witch. She could have told her the entire time. She could have told her the entire time to just click her damn heels and she could get home. But instead she waits till the end. Oh, just click your heels three times and you can go home. Why do you think she waited to the end? If she's the enemy, why did she wait to the end? I'm not sure that Dorothy's not the bad, the the villain in that you drop a house on my fucking sister and I'm not allowed to get even, you know, or that's, that's, a, good question. that's a good thing. But or along with Gary's, if Glinda saw that and then utilize Dorothy for the rest of the story to then murder the Wicked Witch of the West, she's, so she's the only bitty. one left. She's yeah. fucking behind all of it. Right. Right. It's like the and ring and of the power. Wizards of you know? I get it now. Yep. Absolutely yeah. agree with that one. 
I'm the last witch standing. Yeah, I'm the last witch standing. Glenda yeah. the good bitch. Dorothy That's comes in she and she just she she realizes this this girl could absolutely get away with murder and everybody will applaud it. Yes. Everybody applauds at the whole movie. Now, yeah. granted, it was made in 1939. Yeah. But it, when you look back, you're like, huh, look who the real villain is. Mm-hmm. That's that's messed up. Uh, another one that, that came up uh, that I saw on a, a when I was looking through memes from a show perspective was uh, Breaking Bad. It wasn't actually Walter. It's uh, there's several different ones. Health insurance was one of them mm-hmm. is the real. Yeah. Villain. Yeah. The hell, the, I liked that one. Yeah. The United States healthcare system. Yeah, pretty much. It's because uh, they showed, and, and it was funny what they said, annual premiums for single and family coverage, 1999 to 2018. Mm-hmm. So single coverage in 99 was 3000 bucks. Now it's 6500 Okay. So it's like, like annual premiums, average annual premium. So I'm like, damn, you know, they're paying 3000 24 25 years ago and now in 2018 so just 20 years later they're paying more than double mm-hmm. in premium Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah, they are the enemy yeah Absolutely. okay I have that one this is kind of obscure um it's a terrible movie but in deep blue sea oh yeah. great movie don't call that a terrible movie it's really dumb. It's I got know. one of the worst rap songs ever in a movie. The, the CGI shark was bad. That's the villain. Yeah. My the head CGI is, shark. My head is like a shark's fin too. <laughs> but no, these these sharks are just you know um, they're experiments, and we've made them smarter. They know they're killing machines by nature, and we fucked mm-hmm. with it. Uh, the sci- science is the is the villain in that film. It's not. You know the sharks. Well, it's the piss poor science because that is the the entire thing is predicated on a lie because <laughs> because sharks are not immune to cancer in the way that they are talking. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like they just fucked with these sharks for no reason. Yes, we're gonna show them that this works. Right, no, doesn't. Okay, so that brings up another one for me because I was thinking about this earlier, and I and it makes me and it pains me to say it. Uh, but uh, Indiana Jones, I said it earlier when we yep. were kind of discussing it, and it's spe- specifically in the Raiders movie, by the way, because you could argue that in Last Crusade he did a little bit more, and in Temple of Doom, he did you know do a decent amount, but in Raiders, he was useless, utterly useless. Well, he he could have done nothing, and that movie would have ended better for Hitler humanity, would've, Hitler would have died. Right. They would have opened the Ark of the Covenant in front of Hitler and it would have ended World War II. Yeah. But because he got involved, that didn't happen. And yeah. Well, he, so. he Not only that, he's he led him to the thing in the first place. They only found it because he was coming. He got trapped in that uh, damn thing and was looking for himself. They were never digging in the right spot. Right. Plus, he's never doing his job. <laughs> like yeah. teaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's never at work. He's a terrible, <laughs> terrible professor. I bet all the kids took him because they're like, oh, this is easy. He never shows up. Class is always canceled. Yeah. yeah. It's like all of a sudden an Egyptian guy shows up in Dr. Jones's class and then we don't see him for six months. Yeah. Or, two, or two gentlemen that look obviously like they're from the FBI. That's he? Oh, Nazis again? Really? <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, what did I, I, I think I well, Big Bang Theory. I know it's a love or hate for people, but they covered that, you know, because yep. the boys, the guys, all love it. 
and then the girlfriend watches it, Amy Farrah Fowler, and ruins it and says, no, that could have been all done without him. Like, they, they didn't need him. He's not the hero. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything yeah. to stop well, and, and if you really want to get to it, in all honesty, in Last Crusade, he did the same goddamn thing. He led them to the Canyon of the Crescent Moon. <laughs> And he's the one that he's the one that fucking found the uh, uh, the second marker, took the rubbing, and knew exactly. Where, and they got it because they stole it from, or they captured him. He did it again. Same <laughs> goddamn thing. Murders people by leading them to the wrong cup. Yes, yes. In fact, yeah, all he does at the end is just lose the cup down a can, uh, <laughs> uh, like a big crevice. And. I don't buy the premise of the like the Knight Templar that's guarding the cup that, mm-hmm. you know, he's been there. He's millennia old and yet mm-hmm. he's really old still. You know, wouldn't it keep him young and vibrant? I think he just I think he ages slower. I think that's the key of that. He just ages slower because uh it's not necessary. I don't know, like he drinks the cup and it just ages him slower. I have no idea. I'm making up something. Then it's a shitty cup because I mean it should keep him young and virile. Yeah, that's now, true. You know, I, he should be able to protect it no matter how many millennia pass. What do you think he did the uh, entire time that he's sitting in that cave by himself? Because he's protected by all of those traps, so the motherfucker can't leave. No, well, it's solitary confinement. He would go crazy. Like, yeah. he would spend the first couple of months probably doing horrible things to his body. I bet he talked and to the plates. I got old. What? <laughs> I bet he talked to the plates. He had friends. Oh, yeah, he named shit. Which, like, by the way, I know we're off topic, and I'm sorry, but why the fuck are there plates? Who went into that room and was like, I think I think it's a plate. I'm going <laughs> to take this. I'm going to choose this one. Dinner like plate. He was a cat, and he lapped up milk <laughs> off of a saucer. Yes, yes. The Holy Grail is a right. – he, he has a saucer cup, yeah. Um. So I I did think a little bit about some of this stuff and uh, I was listening to a podcast, not about this topic, but about movies that they're talking about movies that everybody loves, but that they hate. And one of the movies that came up that I agree with is Ferris Bueller's day off. And the reason Ferris is the villain. Yeah. Because Ferris is an asshole. I'd never, I don't understand why people like him. He's smarmy. He cuts school. And they make the principal, who in real life is a piece of shit because he's a pedophile, but they make the principal out to be the bad guy. He just the irony get, there, by the way. But he's just trying to get a truant kid back in school. The kid cuts class all the time. Yeah. And so that guy's the bad guy that he's trying to, you know, rein in a rule breaker. I really oh. enjoy the theory that uh, Ferris Bueller doesn't actually exist. Yes. And he's just I'd in Cameron. That. He's in Cameron's brain. Yeah. That's pretty. Cameron wants to be. Yeah, it's who Cameron wants to be. So, like a Fight Club scenario. Like a Fight Club scenario. Yes, yes. And I could see that. Does it all go back to Cameron's abusive father? Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah. And I don't care how many years pass. Like whenever I see Alan Ruck in anything, because he was on Spin City and commercials, he still looks like Cameron, even even though he's in his probably late 50s early 60s now he's yeah. got to be in his 60s yeah he still looks like cameron i would say yeah ferris bueller he, well he helps ruin cameron's dad's car yeah he 
Well, what else did he do? You put the you put the car on blocks and put yeah. it in reverse, and you're not checking to see if your plan is working. Well, he just he just took his girlfriend by out of well, he took his girlfriend out of class by telling her that her grandmother died. Um, yeah, he, he does yeah. like some horrific things. Um, he fucks with his sister just oh, because yeah. she's his sister. Like it really is a terrible movie, and I don't. And he does a shitty Wayne Newton lip sync. Yeah. Uh, in the Chicago Parade. Yes, that's right. All sorts of bad stuff with that movie. I don't. I don't think it was good. I don't understand the love for it at all. Yeah, I remember forever. People didn't realize that was Wayne Newton singing Doc's Chain. Oh, like, no, really? I, yeah, a lot of people didn't know that. And I'm like, it's Wayne Newton. They're like, no, it's not. He does a cover. I'm like, no, that's Wayne Newton. <laughs> he was 21 years old when he did that. That's Wayne Newton. I don't care what anybody says. Don't care. But um, another one that came up that I thought was good, which it absolutely makes sense. If you think about it, home alone, Marv and Harry are not the real villains. The parents are actually, I think Kevin is that motherfucker. Well, he's bad, but like, and the parents too. the, just from the start, they're irresponsible parents. There are so many ways in which that could have just been completely avoided and everything would have been fine in 20 minutes. Right. There's so many different ways that could have. I mean, they called one time. And they're like, I guess nobody's picking up. Yeah, <laughs> I guess nobody's picking up the uh, a, a, uh, our resident parrot. Hello, sir. And uh, by the way, there's a new name for you. You got renamed today. You might not be parrot. You might be the pelican, which I think makes more logical sense. Fuck that. I'm vetoing that. <laughs> That's why stupid. Do, why don't you want to be a pelican? I hate that. Throw <laughs> the pelican. I hate it. But why do you hate it? Because I'm Parrot. I'm not Pelican. <laughs> You'd be Don't change my name. You could be the Pelican, you know, like nope. the Ohio State University. Nope, well, I veto it. You're always going to be TikTok to me. Yeah. T- oh, man. R.I.P. Scooter. R.I.P. Now, TikTok. Now, Jay, I told told Jake the other day, I was like, man, we're never going to hear from him again. Now, Jake, go get you a Whataburger. It's so sad. TikTok. <laughs> Um, here's one Bob from Edward Scissorhands, the boyfriend played mm-hmm. by Anthony Michael Hall. Because you're in this scenario, your girlfriend leaves you for a robot, all right, which she can't do anything with because he's a fucking robot, and you just have to kind of like take it. I don't understand, okay, wait. how he's not the good guy for trying to eradicate so this. Who's the bad guy then? The bad guy, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's girlfriend, Edward, but I mean, no, it's not. It's not Winona Ryder's character either. What's her name in that? I forget. Uh, I'll be honest. I I really don't like that movie. Yeah, I don't mind the movie. I just think it's misguided. I'm I know that Vincent Price's character is old, and he can't help the fact that he dies from what looks to be a heart attack mm-hmm. uh, before he can finish Edward. But what was the plan there? You know, you create a humanoid and you give it really no guidance or anything he's basically frankenstein's monster yeah in a lot of ways yeah valid point you know this this will make you happy um shiv there's all this stuff about uh that batman is the real villain um tell me more in what situations so one of them was that i was reading about um, which um, Grant Morrison also mentioned this, that Batman beeps, 
beats up on people who turn to crime due to their socioeconomic status. <laughs> While using his money to fund his crime fighting more, more rather than only committing philanthropy. Yeah, Bruce Wayne could be using that money to feed the poor instead they but put him does. out on the street. That leads He's him like to crime. The, <laughs> yep. But Bruce Wayne is probably Gotham's biggest philanthropist. Have you seen those orphanages? Those orphanages fighter. suck. Well, but when it's he like, when he dies in Dark Knight Rises, though, the Wayne Manor becomes the orphanage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not going to burn down twelve times. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. He, he funds he funds entirely Arkham because it's named after his mom's family. Uh, yeah, so, that's safe. That's a safe place. But no, he's raging. <laughs> he's raging a war on mental health. Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. He does Don't a great job. Does an awesome ever, job. Nobody ever gets killed there ever. Well, people don't get die in Arkham, but it's a revolving door for crime. Um, How many times do they escape Arkham? All the time. You yeah. know what? But okay, you become good job security okay. if you're Batman. Whatever you become yeah. a no name uh, Arkham mental hospital worker, and you tell me people don't fucking die in that place. Well, I'm just, sure that just the average, that place, just that every crying. the average everyday you know poor nurse there that has to deal with it. That's like blaming Betty Ford for people not sticking to sobriety, though. Yeah. I mean, she tried. Okay. <laughs> you can't you can't win every battle. Uh, Clover Lang is not the villain in Rocky uh, 3. Uh, Rocky is. Explain. How about that one? Because, because it's like the money and status yeah. got to his head. All Yes. And all he wanted was a shot at the title. You know, and then he's basically, and he deserves it as the number one contender. And I actually like, I like to fuck with people when they have never seen that movie before. When Rocky loses to Clubber in the first, I don't know, 25 minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I turn around. I'm like, that's it. It's over. Yeah. (laughs) This is why it's like the worst one. (laughs) No, five was the worst worst one. Tommy Guns. Yeah, yeah, Tommy. Okay, Tommy Guns. Ryan, I got, I got one for you. In okay. the real life, I guess I don't know what year it would be. Oh, say I don't remember. In the real life Transformer movies, Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. I saw that too. Why? Because he mur- he just murders everybody. By the way, uh, he rips apart Decepticons that are pleading for help. He uh, he, he lets the the world people get world destroyed. Burn. Yeah. He even even in so they learned the world. Yeah. So they <laughs> so they learned that the Decepticons were bad. No shit. <laughs> in their but fucking if name. A, if he doesn't intervene, uh, Megatron is going to rape, pillage, and enslave. But I don't know that he has. A he let it happen for a but while. D- didn't he have a chance to like cool it with Megatron too? And he he blew that one or. Well, they were best friends. They're going to do an animated film that's an origin story for both of them. They were best friends and they had different beliefs um, that separated them. But when they were young soldiers, they were uh, they were tight. I'm just saying there's a bloodlust in those machine eyes and it is not good. Well, he might be a war criminal. He really might be a war criminal. Every leader of soldiers has to like it a little bit. Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 That's good. One yeah, Optimus one. Prime, yeah. So we talked about it among us, but Grandpa Joe is the villain in Willy Wonka. That lazy piece of shit. 
Yeah, it gets well, out yeah. of bed when it's time to get cash. He's 20 yeah. years and the motherfucker just gets out of bed because he gets to go to a candy store. Look at me. <laughs> his, his, his son is dead. Uh, his daughter-in-law is working multiple jobs to support four elderly deadbeats who share a bed. Yeah, that's weird. And, right. It's super weird. Right? In the middle of the living room, by the way. In the middle of the room. Yeah. And they don't walk, so they've all been using bedpans, I have to assume. Yeah, there's got to be so much muscle atrophy. I don't know how Grandpa Joe even got out of that bed. No, but he walks just fine, and he dances, and, like, he's not even using a walker at the factory. He's fine. But here's the worst part. The man's probably 53. Like, who's who's been in a bed for that long, and he's only probably 53 years old? He doesn't look that old when he gets out of bed. Right. Right. Yeah, there's well, you could also say Wonka's the villain of that too. Yeah, because... well, he's psycho, he's a psycho, right? Um, I'm going he, also, to... he also puts a child in front, in you know, in charge of his factory. I'm going to endanger this whole group of children on the worst <laughs> field trip ever so I can choose one of them to take right. over for me. <laughs> Now, you're all going to have a really good time today. One of you is going to nearly drown in a river of chocolate. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> One of you is going to turn into a blueberry. One of you is going to be literally torn apart by your atoms and projected into a television. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit in there. Uh, what happened to Veruca Salt? I for, forget. She, what went down the, she went down the tube, didn't she? Yeah. Educated yeah. egg decator or whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, she went yeah. out with the trash. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I think yeah. it only comes on Thursdays, so she might have a good chance. <laughs> but did, yeah, did those kids die? No, no, I don't Not think so. In Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, they show them like in the one with Johnny Depp, they show them yeah. at the end coming what out. About, what about the book? I haven't read the book since like second grade, so I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, okay, for that. Gary, the Ghostbusters. Okay. The Ghostbusters are the real villains. All right. Why? They are first off, they are first off uh, keeping tortured souls in a nuclear reactor in the basement in the middle of Manhattan. They know what they're doing, and they're scientists above all. Yeah, that's a good point. The scientist part kind of. They know what they're doing. The EPA guy is not the bad guy there. He needed no, to shut no. it down. Uh, you got me that guy's autograph. God damn it. What's his name in real life? William uh, something 10. William Atherton. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in real genius. He's in Die Hard. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I think that the Ghostbusters uh, are very responsible for with for a lot of what happened to New York City. Um. Yeah, I'll go with that. I can I can get on board with that, even though I enjoy those films. Oh hell yeah! the The most recent one was fantastic. Um, oh, you, oh yeah! If you want to talk about uh, like just characters who are clearly in the wrong, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, hands yeah. down. I mean, he's he's violating a court order there. Uh, in yeah. Robin Williams' character is definitely in the wrong as in Mrs. Doubtfire. Endangering his intentions. Children, fucking with his wife's, uh, his ex-wife's relationship. Mm-hmm. 
violation of a court order. There's a lot of different things going on there. Yeah. And so what does he win in the end? He wins the rights to have his kids back and he becomes a national children's uh, star. Yeah. No lessons learned. None. It's kind of like, um, <clears throat> well, lessons were learned, but Big Daddy, Sandler's yeah. character, Sonny, yeah. takes the kid, you know, dropped off his door, acts as Kevin Garrity the whole time. Just terrible parenting, doesn't know what to do. Yeah, pee on this building. That's fine, kid. No, you're absolutely right. That's just a horrific scenario to leave a kid with a man that definitely cannot take care of himself. Yeah. Yells at him, yells at people around him, shows shows him to throw sticks. Filed (laughs) for people rollerblading. Filed for social security at 33. Yeah. Just a bad human, but did learn, became a lawyer at the end. And you know, she got away from the guy. Or the the lady that went after the guy with the old balls. So that worked oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Devil Wears Prada. I, I just saw this one that it, it's not, uh, it's the boyfriend, not the boss. Why? I don't even know if I've ever seen it. I haven't, I haven't seen it in a long time. So it'd be a while for me to look back. But I think he was, wasn't he trying to hold her back from what she wanted to do? I haven't seen Devil Wears Prada in probably 15 years. We watched it during the pandemic with uh, the oldest girls. Um, my wife wanted to watch it with them. I still don't remember it very well. It's one of those movies that's on and I'm aware of it. And that's about it. I got oh. an old one for you then. There you go. Uh, don't, uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. The kids. kids, the kids absolutely absolutely were in the wrong the entire time and the bad guys were actually just trying to stop child labor because she's underage and she was working in that place and he, he the bad guy tried to get her fired i could see that parents, of, yeah go ahead. What, go ahead i was oh, gonna no. i was gonna from the parrot parrot i, I don't know you watch some uh, you watch like outer banks and some other things and um i can't remember the show you were most recently watching but do you have any on who the real villain is? Um, who's the villain in Outer Banks? Or anything you're watching or have watched. I mean, you could you could say that Marty and Wendy are villains in Ozarks because yeah, of no, that's be, absolutely what true. Put their kids through. Um, yeah, you could but say the- you could say that John B is a villain and. Outer Banks because of what he puts Sarah through and all that danger going for the gold. Yeah, that's valid. That's that's about all I got. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Like one I was one I thought about today. You don't read about it because he's more of the antihero, but he's you know obviously a villain. Tony Soprano, like yeah, yeah. He's just I mean obviously they're the mob so they're bad, but he's portrayed as the hero of the family and everything else. He he <laughs> kills his former you know one of his one of his guys big pussy kills Mm -hmm. him you know because he was talking to the fbi get it kills his nephew uh his intention is you know he sees the car seat and he's like no i'm not gonna save him i'm just gonna kill him here he's put me through too much shit and then i'm gonna go take peyote and just enjoy life cheats on carmella all the time Yeah, yeah all the time all the time and yeah he's a family man you know and tries to put uh just poor christopher and then puts AJ through a bunch of shit. 
you know, and it's just, it's bad. So you look at it, you're like, yeah, Tony, Tony's probably the actual villain of this show. Like gets yeah. un- kind of forces uncle June out when uncle June's the boss of the family. Like he does so many things to just get to the top, be there, you know, dodge people. It's like, huh. Never really thought of it that way. Had to started the fight with Bobby Bacala, his brother-in-law, because he wanted to be a bigger man and Bobby Bacala just kicks the shit out of him. And then look who ends up dead, you know, an episode later, Bobby mm-hmm. Bacala. <laughs> no, you're right. He's a sympathetic character. To, that's mm-hmm. what he's, he's the main role, you know? So is he sympathetic because he's, he goes to a shrink or is it just because he's the because, lead? Yeah, I think it's because he's the lead and he goes through tragedy and, and James Gandolfini was just a legend and great character. Can we talk about, and I know it's not really the villain, but can we talk about how toxic of a marriage, uh, Tim and Jill had in Home Improvement. Yeah. Well, that's just the trope, though, where the dad is a fucking moron and mom runs the show. And and every every single week, like everybody loves Raymond was another one of those shows. They hated each other. They constantly fought. And I just felt like their relationship, I just felt like that was just not a good, uh, I don't know, model for what I don't know relationship would be. I don't know what they're shooting for, I guess. It's like none George of those, Lopez show too. Same thing. But none of those sitcom marriages from like that period of time are healthy relationships. I mean, yeah, the Simpsons are a really good, you know, uh, mm-hmm. mirror of that because Marge should not have to put up with everything she has to put up with. And yes, mm-hmm. she does. She should have walked out of that house a long time ago. Oh yeah. She should have taken the kids and left. Yeah. Homer's going to get one of them killed. I mean, they have a baby and they've had the baby for 30 years. Right. Um, He's, he's going to kill them because he's inept or, you know, he's going to continue to bring home, you know, radiation Mm -hmm. on his person and everyone's going to get cancer. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, You brought up, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead and kind of click this for me. Like, I don't remember their names, but the two main characters in Weekend at Bernie's are abusing a corpse. Oh, yeah. You're, twice. Twice. Yes. With no decomposition, by the way. Weird as that is. Well, they talk about how bad he's starting to stink in the second one. They're having more problems with his mobility. They flaunted the him around. They, yeah. they flaunted him around a beach, a goddamn beach, and he's not completely decomposed yet. Right. 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 This one's for Parrot. Parrot, because I know Parrot's the only one here that's actually ever really cared to watch. And I'm going to say it, Shiv, the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, the And I'm sorry, Shiv, that you don't care for them. And uh, I know B doesn't say much about it, but Shiv shits on no. it all day long. I only saw the first two and I've been meaning to like see the others because I know they're important to you. I just feel... And I, Drift's I'll fine. reiterate what I said last night. One of the most rednecky things that you do is that you see those films bullshit. in the theater as theatrical Parrot. releases. Parrot, is it redneck that we watch Fast and Furious? Okay, in one the and two are the worst ones out of all of them, first of all. Well, two's, get, two's the worst. Yeah, Tokyo Drift sucks. Tokyo Drift's all right. It just doesn't have any main character. I like. I think. I think the movies got better when they started adding all the, you know, the heist and action and all that shit. 
Dwayne so comes in. It's still about cars. It's still about racing. You know, it's still about all that. But I, I think I like the action and, you know, I like all that stuff to it. And I, I got family. <laughs> I don't have friends. I got family. I will amend my earlier. What other, and what other movie franchise, you know, right? Like, relative, what other franchise is on their 10th fucking movie making over a billion dollars a movie every two years? Well, not. <laughs> Not at not at ten, but uh, uh, Mission Impossible is gonna be doing the same thing. Okay, but the, those get better too. Those get one, much. One better. other example, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of movie no. franchises that have success. Like they make that. more money every time. You no, could argue right. though that Jason Statham and Liam Neeson continue to make pretty much the same movie, even if yeah, it's you not can count them all together. Yeah, 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 you can, and um. You know, with but my point for you, Parrot, is is what do you think about this? Toretto is the actual villain of that franchise. Um, how? So think about it. The first one, I mean, they're they steal everything, which leads to putting his family in danger to getting them killed, uh, and. You know, obviously the whole thing with the cop, which was Paul Walker's character, Brian, Brian O'Connor, and then four, five, six. So five, they steal all of the, you know, they're running from Dwayne, who's a cop, uh, Hobbs, and they steal the safes with all the money. Say they're going to give it back. They don't. Puts family in danger again. Six, same thing. And uh, in six, what? who got killed in six? Well, at the end of six, Han is the one that goes, but obviously we know what happened there. And... um Gaul's character, Gal Gadot, her character died. And then, what, eight, he gets in shit and his baby gets taken. So putting him in danger again. Ten, that's going to happen again. His kid's a little older, getting in danger again. It's putting all these people in danger every single time. And they're like, oh, they're coming after him. Well, he should, shouldn't start at shit, Dom. <laughs> Starting shit with everybody. So just like you look at him, like, well, maybe he's the actual villain. Yeah. Maybe I can see I can see your theory on that. Not saying he is, but I, you know, I pull for uh, the Rock, who won't be there, and stay them, who is there. So, you know, but he's, I don't know. I think that that uh, Vin Diesel is just riding, riding that. He's gonna ride. They're riding it through eleven. We know there's eleven, and that's it. But he's he's riding that to his handsome paychecks, and the dude can just retire. Break dancer to Dom Toretto. He's done. Pacifier. But he's always going to be known. He had, well, he had uh, Saving Private Ryan in there too. Yeah, he was in Triple X, which wasn't bad. But oh yeah, that's right. But you know, he's always going to be known for being Toretto. Yeah, that's that's like a, and like you said, Shiv, that Statham makes the same movies. However, his most recent one didn't do hot in the box office. They usually don't because he's not a big, a big draw. draw. But uh, Operation Fortune, I loved that movie. I thought it was great. And you got that's on it's on a prime now, but um, who else was it? Hugh Grant was fantastic in that movie. Josh Hartnett, one of the most underrated actors, in my opinion. Hartnett's in it. He's back. Yeah, he's in it. Fuck yeah. I always liked him. I do like Josh Hartnett. He was great in it. What um, Aubrey Plaza, she was in it. She was great. Um, uh, What is it? What what is it? Carrie Elwes? What? Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. What's this called? Operation Fortune. Huh, it's it's a stay the movie. 
no, it's not. I don't, I don't know if it's free yet. I bought it because my father-in-law went and I went and saw it in the theater and um, it's pretty good. I mean, Statham's a, you know, an operative like normal and Aubrey Plaza is on his team. And uh, Josh Hartnett is a top A-list movie actor like that everybody wants. He's an actor nice. in the movie. And, uh, and then Hugh Grant's one of the, these billionaire, these billionaires that is uh, basically, you know, selling weapons. So it's it's a fun one. Bugsy Malone's in it. He's uh, he's on the team too. So it's just a fun movie. A bunch of characters didn't do. It's got like a fifty two percent on on Rotten Tomatoes, but I never pay too much attention to that because I think they're wrong on a lot of things. But um, that I was good. Pay, but with Rotten Tomatoes, I usually pay attention to the audience score. But where, yes, same. Where I differ from the audience is if the ending of a movie isn't a typical Hollywood ending and and more plausible or realistic audiences tend to reject it because they have to have that security of a happy ending Mm -hmm. and i don't necessarily need a happy ending i just need some closure and so i've noticed that like i will differ a movie can be great for some people and then if it doesn't end the way they want it to they'll shit on the whole movie and that's i i think more and more we're seeing that which is why newer some some recent movies that aren't cookie cutter don't get high audience scores on rotten tomatoes um, I thought of one, and I think that we've talked about this actually back when B and I had a podcast, but the alien queen in Aliens is not the villain. Actually, the scientists are. Uh, she's yeah. just trying to protect her babies. Paul Reiser's, Paul Reiser's the bad guy. Yeah. Well, um, American or like uh, Earth in- industrialization's the bad guy. You the know, Wayland, the Wayland like, industry or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, when you look at even without the prequel stuff where, you know, you'd learn that that stuff was kind of manufactured, even without that, the alien queen is really just trying to be a good mom and people are fucking with that. Yep, I agree. Oh, here you go. Operation Fortune, 52 percent from critics and then 80, 84 percent from fans. What's the, he made a movie I just saw. Wrath of Man? Yeah, within the last year. And I liked it. It was I a slow it, burn, yeah. but I liked it. It was good. That uh, is a 90%. The, that's the security guard one, right? Uh, where his kid gets killed. Yeah, so he goes undercover as a, as a driver for like a. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, because Hartnett's in yeah, that too. I saw that too. That yeah. was good. Hartnett's in that boy sweat Dave, but yeah, this other, this other one, operation fortunes more of a, you know, it's a drama action comedy. You know, there's comedy and there's always some, a little bit of comedy in Statham's movies, but it's, it's a fun movie. It's not like, Oh, it's going to win Oscars and shit, but it was fun. And I, I mean, I watched it in the theater. I watched it here and I'll watch it again. Just because I thought Hugh Grant, my favorite person, the whole movie is Hugh Grant. Like he was just fantastic in the role he played. No. Uh, Speaking of that kind of movie, have you guys? Did you guys watch Bullet Train? I have not yeah. yet. Yes, oh, totally worth your time. Very much enjoyed it. Um, it's worth your time. It's worth your time for a couple of reasons, but I, I don't want to spoil anything because you have to see it. But mm-hmm. the there are cameos that you're not expecting. You're like, that's really fucking cool. Yeah, you know, like, you're right. There's a lot. There's a to major it. actor who gets all of maybe 
30 seconds of screen time. And you're like, that's cool that he did that. Yeah. And, and the villain is somebody I love, but I don't want to give that away either. But the villain of bullet train, once he's revealed at the end, toward the end, you're like, Oh, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. It's worth the time. Good dialogue. I guess I I know what I'm going to watch tonight. Yeah. There's very, very good catchy dialogue in it. It's fun. What's that on by the way? uh netflix. netflix okay i just watched uh what did i just watch knives out glass onion watched yeah. that two nights ago i didn't like it i liked it i thought it was fun i thought it was good yeah. i i compared to the first one i thought the first one was, oh, the first one was so fantastic yeah yeah this one was good too i mean i like how they played around it and how he always saw shit and it's just and there's going to be a third one um but daniel craig just playing mm-hmm. a french french Bi basically is just awesome. Hugh Grant's in uh, in that. Hugh Grant is uh, for about thirty seconds. Boyfriend. Yeah. Hugh Grant was. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. It came out last year on. It was. I think it was on Netflix called Don't Look Up. And Hugh Grant plays like this old stuffy British professor, Mm -hmm. and he's almost unrecognizable, uh, but really, really well done. If you get, if you have a minute, yeah, check that that out too. So. Um, as we wrap this up, do you have other other ones that stick out? Villains, uh, villains who aren't villains. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Mister Freeze is a villain. No, I think Trying he's just protective. Yeah, yeah. I did have one question, Gary. You, I, you always like when I throw questions at you, and I had one pop yeah. up when you were talking about. It's got nothing to do with this, but it is movies. Mm-hmm. What is the best movie? about making a movie you know if that makes yeah, sense. yeah no 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 i know exactly what you're saying um oh, i gotta think of what the name of it's called because that uh, you have like jay and silent bob strike back are you talking so you're talking about fictional movies not documentaries about movies no no no, no. a movie yeah, like, yeah what went into making that movie so like what comes to mind is a more recent movie the offer about making the Godfather. Oh no, I was even I wasn't talking about the real ones. I was talking about movie about making a fictional movie. Oh, 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 oh I gotcha. Oh, so you're talking about like um, uh, uh, get shorty? Yes. Okay. Strange wilderness. I don't know if I've seen it, but it sounds familiar. What happens in that parrot? I don't even. It's just a good. It's just a bunch of. They, I don't even remember. It's been a long time, but they go like they go out in the wild, and it's just a very uh, I don't know. Look it up. I, you know, I can't explain shit. Mm-hmm. But strange Jack and Barry make a hilarious too. What was that movie with uh, Eddie Murphy where he was making a movie, and he and he used that it starts with a B. God, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you see the next one's coming out? Yes. Can't wait. Beverly Hills right. Cop 4. I will find it here in a second. I haven't I'd have to really think about that cuz I'd have to think about movies. Take a screenshot on this phone. Beverly Hills Cop 2. <laughs> no, I'll find it here. Now that I get Bowfinger. Bowfinger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With uh, Warren Beatty. Steve Martin. 
Steve Martin. Steve Martin. I'm thinking of Bullworth. Bullworth. Yeah, Bo Bowfinger is Steve Martin's making a movie and uses a uh, a lookalike of Eddie Murphy for the movie. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I don't think that's a great one, but we lose Queen. Uh, maybe it would be. What about uh? Well, they they have a movie in there, the um, Jingle All the Way. They do the Turbo Man. Oh yeah, motion picture. <laughs> it's That's Turbo funny. Time. I didn't watch it this year. I'm so sad about that. What about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Shit, I gotta go. Well, Shiv, thanks for joining. Um, thank you. How do I hang up? <laughs> I, uh, that's easy. I can just say bye, Shiv, and remove you from it. So yeah. thank you for thank you for joining. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Sorry. Yeah. You're good. He is removed. <laughs> so um, no, that's a good question. I mean, like probably once upon a time in Hollywood. It, uh, I like it. I like that one too. Yeah. In more recent times, that's that's kind of what I think of. Mm -hmm. That was a great. I know it pops up. That's a great movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. That's a and that's a fantastic question. Well, Apparently, what about what about the scream, you know, scream movies when they're making stab inside? Oh yeah. Yeah, because that was more what they, this, I guess it's Scream Three, scream which three? is not very a good one. Not the not, not the greatest, but no, it's still fun. Yeah. I mean, one, two. We talked about this last week or a couple of weeks ago that. Um, might, I think it was last week we talked about it that two, I think Bear likes two better than one. Mm -hmm. And because we talked about Mission Impossible, he said he's never seen any of them because he hates oh. five, five foot seven action actors. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then, um, and he also, who else did he say he hated? Per Matt Damon. So he's riding he's the coattails of Ben Affleck. He's never seen any no, Bourne movies. He refuses to. That was pretty good. I was like, dude, they're, they're good. And he's like, yeah. nope, not happening. I'm like, pretty good. Well, I'm sorry, Bear, you're wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry that you're wrong here, but yeah. um, no, it's a good one. Parrot, what is, as I think of this, because I've never asked you, Parrot, what is your favorite movie of all time? You literally asked me this like two weeks ago. I don't have one. I don't, dude, I don't remember what I did this morning. Exactly. Yeah, I don't have a favorite movie. I really don't. If you have one you recently watched that you liked? Have we watched any movies recently? He's never he's never seen a full Batman movie. Space Jam is probably my favorite movie. Yeah, that would make sense. The the original though, right? Yeah. Yeah, Space Jam's good. Second one was I. Oh, Cool Runnings was a very close second though. That's an underrated movie. I fucking love that movie. John Candy, R.I.P. Legend. Uh no, I, I would agree with you, Parrot. I think you're right there. But um, all right. So we talked about some villains. Had a good time with it. We'll have to we'll have to have you back, B, to do something else that's uh, fun as we come up with some ideas. You pick and, it. You find a game for you and I to team up on and do it again. Let's do that. Dude, I love it. We're going to do it. Except now I got my new password partner in Parrot. Oh, I don't do password. Don't make, me, don't make me guess based off like clues. Give me trivia. Let's do trivia of some sort. Well, right. I'm out. For trivia, fuck yeah! It depends I suck on what it is. It depends on what it is. What if we did? 
two plus two is six. I got it wrong. <laughs> what if we did? But what if we did parrot? Like, uh, I, none of us would do well on it. Outer Banks or Ozark. See, I still wouldn't do well. What if we did motocross? I wouldn't know like one thing. Hayden D. Country music. <laughs> I'd still probably wouldn't do well. <laughs> I don't have a great memory, dude. We know. But I think I think you underestimate yourself. No, I don't. Like, you don't. You don't know my brain. Dude, I do know your brain. How many times did I get the password off of you last two weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, in that aspect, but my my brain's a blank fucking time bomb all the time. You do know sports, though. Especially now. You know current sports, for the most part. But either way, we'll get B back and Shiv back. Too. And we'll have some fun. Uh, but in the meantime, thanks to Wes Anderson. Thanks to all our clothing. Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Cattlebear at DanishTransformation.com. Sparty Steve. Of course, Shiv, and of course, B, who is still here, Thank who you. will return. And uh, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. See you. Jamaican me crazy.